So we're back for another show, and I want to pose a question before we get too involved in the uh, topics of discussion tonight. Thinking back all time, there's been a lot of great TV sports themes that we've seen. But what's the best of the best? You know, there's a lot of good contenders in the college football ranks. Mostly every NFL song that is used is iconic in some form or fashion. But I, you know, if I'm being honest, I think Round Ball Rock has got to be at the top of the list. Like that's just, that's iconic in of itself and has stood far longer than NBC ever had coverage of the NBA. I'm going to go MLB on Fox. I love MLB on Fox's theme. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Okay. So let's actually, so this could be of all time, right? This could be all time. Yeah. Late 2000s ESPN college football. For yeah, me. I figured you. I figured you'd say that. Dun, 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 dun. But even then, MLB on Fox was easily my number two. And then I'd probably go. NFL on CBS of the NFL ones. I probably I'm more of a I, Sunday night football. I, I was about to say Sunday night or NFL on oh, Fox. Oh yeah, true. I think are, are so, the two best. Sunday night football for me. It, yeah. NFL on Fox was, but then it started being overused for literally every sport. Yeah. yeah I'm not a fan of that. I like NASCAR on Fox. Probably. More I think the I SEC like theme else. cam is better than the uh, the NFL theme for CBS. Exactly. So, yeah. Absolutely. I like I like yeah, both, but fair. I think the SECs is is better. I don't know. I don't really have a preference for NBA, because I don't watch a lot of it. Yeah, I don't think there's been anything ever since they stopped using Round the Rock that kind of, you know, they, to my knowledge at least, the the I don't think of a specific song anymore yeah. in NBA coverage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So interesting. That Fun that was a thought that I wanted to to bring up. I, I figured we'd have some some good discussion on it at least. That was <coughs> definitely definitely a lot. <laughs> it's a good win. There's a lot of people. It's like Woodstock, except everybody's got their clothes on. Sixty nine. Offense. He was giving them the business. These people don't care. Love you, honey. Well, man, anyways, <laughs> I guess I want to start by going back a little bit. No. No? No, it wasn't this at all. Wasn't that at all? Huh? No. Okay. I didn't I haven't got to that part yet. We'll we'll come back to that on Sunday. Okay. Um I wanted to rehash the conversation of blue bloods in college football. Because I thought that was what was discussed on Sunday. It was. Both we of did. those were. Okay. 
That's what I want to discuss because I the haven't gotten into this list conversation. Was before the Blue Bloods, actually. I haven't. I haven't listened to any of it. I've oh, been okay. so busy, dude. I haven't. Haven't had a chance. Gotcha. So, anyways, I wanted to kind of rehash your guys's personal opinions and then give my own, and then we'll go ahead and do the rest of the show. We're gonna try to make it a quicker one tonight, but you never know. I always say that, and then it goes an hour and a half. So, <laughs> I guess I. You guys can start this off. What what were your guys' thoughts, and, and how did this conversation kind of go to catch me up a little bit? Yeah, so Cam Cam is definitely a stricter grader yeah. than I am. In terms I, of I was going to say, in, in college football, the word blue blood gets thrown around way too much. Like, and yeah. so it just... I, I've gotten to the point where I am very strict with college football. Like... I know that it's a little different than my college basketball comment the other day, but I don't feel like that gets thrown around near as much in the college basketball world. So, so I brought this up. I put this on the screen. Uh, I basically, we talked about like all time wins, national championships, and the cutoff was right after essentially right after Clemson at 14. I said, nobody below Clemson at 14 is even in the remote discussion. I didn't say that I have 14 Blue Bloods, but that's where nobody below Clemson even has an argument um, in terms of being a college football Blue Blood. Um, So for me, I I think, Cam, you came up, I think you had six or seven, right? Yeah, I I had six. Okay. Georgia and Penn State are the two, like, just outside. Okay. I, I have uh, I have the top four, five, six. Uh, actually, I have the top seven in terms of wins. And then I made the argument when we were talking about – I brought, brought this up. This is a graphic I made uh, about national championships and since the 1980s and which of these two teams would be more considered a blue blood. I make the argument that you can say Team A should be more considered. Uh, and obviously, as you can see, Team A is Georgia – while Team B is Nebraska. Um, but anyway, so I, I, I make the argument that Georgia should be included if Nebraska is going to be included, but I can I can see both being left off. But Georgia, the way they've gone the last 20-plus years, they're making their argument to be included in that discussion. Okay. So... Looking at this, there is a clear set of teams. Anyone over 900 at this point, I think, belongs on that list. Um, Just my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. Georgia, yes, their last 20 years have been good. The majority of their success has come in the last five. That puts them in the rank of dynasty and not blue blood. They have not done this their entirety of their existence. Therefore, that would not go for me. Nebraska has won the entirety of their existence, and unfortunately, over the course of the last decade, I would say, since uh, uh, since Bo Pelini was, was let go, that they have kind of they have fallen off and, and yeah. are slowly going to fall from that, that rank at, at some point. But for the time being, they're a team that throughout the entirety – the entire history of college football, they are one of the winningest programs um, yeah. and one of the only teams as of this day above 
900 wins. And by, you know, we've gone 150 years. Nebraska has been over 900 wins, I believe, since that 150 mark. Um, I don't believe they've had all 12 of those wins or 13 wins since 2019. Yeah, they. I think if you go back, because I, I did the math on this, Tyler, they have had the same number of wins since I believe since 2019 that Georgia had last season alone. It's it was like 15 in the past four seasons for Nebraska and 15 one and that's, season last look, year. Look, and that's totally fine. Again, dynasty versus actually in that in that total. And truth mm-hmm. be told, as of where we're at, 150 years. I would make the argument. I, I trying to think how to put this. I would yeah. say because it doesn't only go off of this for me. It doesn't no. only go off of this. Now I want a different tab pulled up that you do not have, so I'm going to bring it over to the other screen here. I was going to say the the. Up. With the national championships and that record in the graphic I made, at least. Yeah, I would like I would like the win totals brought back up, please. Will do. I know it's not just off of the all time wins, which is why I, I made the mm-hmm. the graphic with the national championships in that span as well. Because no, you're, good. you're good. You know, I mean, for Nebraska, they have the same number of championships since the '80s. But if you expand upon that and go back to the '70s, I think they get two more from the '70s. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, that surge in, in wins put them ahead of USC and Tennessee, but only by one win. Um, although that doesn't necessarily mean that they haven't been up there as, I mean, USC and Tennessee until the past past season were definitely not still in that consideration, even though they were ahead of okay. Georgia on the all-time wins list. So here's what I'm going to say. All right, here, here's what my list would be if okay. I were to consider all of them. Mich- the top the top four, undoubtedly, are mm. in. I think there is no question about any of those. And truthfully, I would say the top six are all in. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. On the win totals. Now, I will make the addition beyond that top six to add USC – as the only other team that I would consider a blue blood throughout the history of college football due to their win total, along with their amount of championships. Um, mm-hmm. Here's the difference, and here, here's why I say this. Nebraska was a dynasty under Tom mm-hmm. Osborne. Alabama would now if Alabama's only success was this stint with Nick Saban, or I would even consider, with Bear Bryant. Just, just let me let me finish. You had your Sorry. Sunday. If Alabama only had Nick Saban, or only had Bear Bryant, they would be considered a dynasty. Oklahoma's run with uh, Barry Switzer would be considered a dynasty. Bottom line, 
if not for Bob Stoops. As if well. not for Bob Stoops, but Bob Stoops did not win the. Well, yeah, he, he, he had a couple, but he didn't. He had a couple. He did not have the numbers that um, big game Bob that Barry that, that did. Barry, Barry Switzer. Yeah. And even uh, Bud Wilkinson also had three uh, in his mm-hmm. tenure. Yeah. Um, those would Texas. be my teams. Um, Texas gets in there simply because of, of kind of where they're at on the windows. If I'm putting, mm-hmm. if I'm putting the top four, and I'm going to go top five because I mean it's that close. Even now, top six, 40, Oklahoma two behind Texas. Well, Oklahoma's in there due to again their. Championships. Their championships. Well, I said top six along, you know, top four, really. But you get yeah. top six because it's only a four-win difference. I believe that the uh, seasons are also a little different mm-hmm. that they've played. So I would say top six, add USC, cut, cut off right there. So no Penn State, no Nebraska, no Georgia. I would no not Penn say State. Penn State, and here here's why. The majority of those wins came under Joe Paterno. I would mm-hmm. consider that a dynasty, not a well, not a. I I can I can agree with that, but I mean, it what Paterno did was unprecedented in terms of his longevity. How long he was there? Nothing how long he stayed there. Nothing. It, said it, it was wasn't. generation. Again, nobody he, ever said it wasn't. But that is a dynasty. That doesn't make the program a blue blood. That makes him a legend in the coaching ranks. Is what it yeah. does. Mm-hmm. It doesn't affect the program. It has no. The only effect it really had, actually, is has been Negative. reduced down to zero after uh, the absolute blasphemous uh, situation that we had to witness well yeah, over a decade ago. Yeah, Jerry Sanders. Um, that makes that program a dynasty for that time because Joe Paterno did everything he needed to do during that time. Nobody had done anything. Nobody had heard of Penn State before him. Mm-hmm. For a short time after, nobody had talked about Penn State either. Um, and truthfully, they still don't unless they are really deep-rooted into the sport or within the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it goes. Um, you know, and I can say the same. Oklahoma's had three different stints where they've had really great coaches, but they've always been very solid. Same with Texas. Michigan. Yeah has had a multitude of legendary head coaches between Jim Harbaugh, who will certainly go down in in history for this program, Lloyd Lloyd Carr, who just had the tunnel named after him and has been an absolute legend to this program. Mm -hmm. Bo Schembechler was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Fielding Yost. I mean, there's been a lot of guys who really built that program up. That, to me, is in that list. Same with the Woody Hayes, the – Jim Trussell, the Urban Myers, mm-hmm. Ryan Day. You know, not yet. We're not doing that yet. Um, there, there's a lot of really great individuals around here that um, deserve. And even John Cooper, while his success was not great, he still kept up the. His success against Michigan was not great. He still kept up the uh, overall standard, I believe, at the university. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. There are, and, and need I even go into Notre Dame's illustrious history between coaches, um, mm-hmm. between Parsegian, um, Ryan Kelly, Newt Rockney. Newt Rockney. I, I was yeah. going to say um, 
Dan Devine. Lou Holtz, yeah. Lou Holtz. So, I mean, this that's that to me makes you a blue blood. When you have that sustained longevity at the top of the sport for a long time between multiple different eras, that's what puts you up there. Penn State's era was the Joe Paterno era. It wasn't just, you know, it's not like they've had, even the James Franklin era has not lived up yet. And it's yeah. going to be hard to. I mean, that's not to say that it can't, but until there's a championship on the table at Penn State beyond just one Big Ten championship that they have, yeah, it's not there yet. Um, and same goes for a Florida who hasn't. Florida's an interesting case. Florida's at 20 in all-time wins. Florida's they've had a couple, in, in couple good coaches. Case. They've had a lot of really good coaches. They've had a lot of really good success. Mm-hmm. But they're not. They're not up there in the win totals, and they're not up there in the national championship totals. But they they could have an argument because the Steve Spurriers, the Urban Myers. I mean, they've they've had their their good, but they've also had their really bad. Um, I think they're too streaky in my mind. Because I mean, I'm not even I'm not even trying to say that. I mean, every the the sports built on streaks, so I'm not worried about that uh, in terms of success or not. LSU, there- Auburn, similar situations. Yeah. Tennessee and other similar situation. I think, I think the list sticks. Uh, top six plus USC. I think that's a fair argument. I I don't have a problem with it. I I was okay with you know with when you said anybody that's over nine hundred because I'm I'm more inclined to make the argument for Georgia over Nebraska. But if you don't have Nebraska in there, then. Really you can make the argument for Georgia, but again, it's it's more it's more dynasty than anything else. They weren't in the national championship picture, but maybe three times under Mark Richt, um, in their in that span of, of time. Yeah, uh, Herschel, Herschel Walker when he came there and then won the national championship. In the that's 80s. great, but that's that's four years. That so was yeah. just the one year under. Yeah, and that was yeah, and that was only one year. As a matter of fact, they were even yeah. in that conversation. Well, I think they uh, were successful, but I don't think they were. In the conversation, yeah, they nationally. weren't ever in the conversation outside of that one year. Though, it, under it, what they've done in the last seven years, really mm-hmm. going back to the, the hiring of Kirby, of Kirby Smart, puts them in the argu- argument for potential dynasty, which we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does not put them in the argument for blue blood, in my opinion. If they are one of the first five to hit a thousand wins. We could discuss that conversation, yeah. but they have 100 wins to go. That'll probably yeah. be at least 10 but, or 11 years. Now that's good. It's going to take. So yeah, like you said, you're you're at like 870. Well, they need they need to keep on the streak they've been the last two years. 12 wins a year for the next 10 years to even be in the thought process of getting to a thousand. I was um, say if they get 12 plus wins for 10 years. That's still going to put them. Probably behind Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, and even Texas, Oklahoma, one of those twos. They'll reach it before Nebraska, though. They they should. Maybe even before Penn State, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know about Penn State. Penn State's finding – has found a lot of success. They just haven't been – they're not that successful is why. Yeah. Anyways, we can move on from that. I know you guys had a full conversation. I just wanted to throw my – Piece in and, and kind of a live setting. There's a, that's a reason I didn't want to go too far into that show. Yeah. I didn't know when you guys discussed it. That's I want to leave it more of a, a genuine thing. But we will, we can discuss that top 25 on Sunday too mm. later on. Yeah. Uh, just some quick news as we try to, again, kind of get through this a little bit quicker. 
we'll start with Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, do you? Sorry, I, I know I'm going out of order. Bear with me. I'm going small to big on news. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury has finally decided that Thailand was not for him. Um, huh? Oh, there's there's some jokes that took, could be made there. Apparently, oh. only took one. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury to USC. Uh, he was hired as offensive coordinator mm -hmm. a while back, um, mm -hmm. just before going to Arizona. Hopefully, this is a longer stint. Yeah, yeah. He's he's going as an offensive analyst. He's not really doing anything crazy, but I think that the two minds of Lincoln Riley and Cliff Kingsbury make a really solid um, potential for for a good offense. So we'll see what happens there. Is is this really the move that Lincoln needed to make though? Is to bring him in more no, offensive analyst? No, but when no. when is the right move at this point? Yeah. I mean, clearly, we've seen how much he values the defensive side of the ball. So, yeah, absolutely. UGA Uga ten is retiring, and Uga eleven is going to be collared, not crowned, collared on Saturday during their spring game. I think this is a really cool tradition that they have. They do this every single time, as long as there is. As long as the ability is there, barring anything, you know, catastrophic happening to one of the uh, their beloved mascots, they usually make this kind of that time frame that they do it. Looking mm -hmm. forward to it and seeing uh, the new uh, Uga up on on the stage this year. Yeah, this is not just um, an Uga thing. I think Mississippi State is also. Uh, replacing their dog, uh, Bully. Uh, I don't know if that's this weekend or when that's going to be, but uh, so we're, we're getting Whenever a couple of new games, I'd assume. Yeah, I, I imagine Most you're right. Um, so it's it's one of those things, obviously, with, with dog mascots. We saw uh, Dubs, the Husky, in, in uh, Seattle get replaced just a couple of years ago by a new younger Husky dog. Um, you know, I, I'm sure there's been several iterations of Smokey and Reveille that uh, have, have been replaced over the years. It, it happens as dogs age and, and with, especially with the way that bulldogs are, um, they, they are, you know, they don't get to last too long, unfortunately, because uh, they get into some health problems as the older they get. So. Yeah, absolutely. With us said Devin Brown at Ohio state done for the spring. What does this mean for Ohio state? in that quarterback battle between him and Kyle McCord. I'm going to say it doesn't matter as much. I don't think that this race was going to be determined just because of spring practices. I think that they'll continue to evaluate. And, um, and obviously when they get into fall camp, if Brown is, is able to be back and, and healthy enough to, for that competition, I, I don't think that he's necessarily lost his, his footing or lost his opportunity at the starting job just because of this. Yeah, agree a hundred percent. As do I. I think it's I think it's interesting. Um Ohio State had some some pretty big news this week and, and continues to win on the recruiting trail. Mm -hmm. Which I don't know why some people like to cave into the trolls of the internet and assume that every buddy who's a fan of a different team thinks that they're recruiting so well 
compared to Ohio State. But just just know one thing. I'm going to tell you this one thing. I'm saying it live right now. If we've been winning and beating your ass the last two years with the talent that we had, what do you think we're going to do with this recruiting class? Just fucking watch, bud. Hey, I will say I have seen that Peyton Pierce kid in person. He is a stud. I'm, I'm not excited saying. Hey, I'm not saying anybody on that team is not good. I'm just letting no. you know right now. No, I. I He's been developing three star talent into that ass whooping. What about four and five star talent? I, I know. I know what you're saying. I'm just get. As, this is probably one of the the first recruits that I've I've actually seen up close and personal that I can talk about on the show. That's committed to a big name university. Although I I think actually can. It's probably the second since I, I can count Jackson Smith and Jigba since I saw him in person uh, back when he was in high school. So, fair enough. Anyway, why didn't you tweet at him to go to Michigan? <laughs> I don't tweet at Kroots Cam. Come on now. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I. I no, not my thing. <laughs> I, however, you will find me have either replied to certain players who are maybe on their way out. In, a, in, a, in the right way, and more so just mm-hmm. kind of a thank you for your your time at the university or, you know, or if they have already committed at that point, then it's like, oh, you know, welcome to, welcome to UM. And uh, hopefully, finally, we'll get past this fucking, we'll get past this semifinal bullshit that we keep seeming to fall short on in every sport because uh, our hockey team really blew it against Quinnipiac. Well, so, However, so did Minnesota, so. The, However, the they did win the national curse. championship, but you know, tired losing curse. in semifinal games is all I'm saying. Anyways, you'll never be there again. You better just fucking enjoy it while you had it. I, I mean, I, I don't think that would necessarily be the case. That's not a conversation for now, especially with the expense. We'll we'll talk later. You're lucky the expanded cloud may even have a chance to save your sorry ass. Anyways, the ACC <laughs> extends Jim Phillips. Uh, I didn't see a, a year total on that extension. Uh, I just know it was an extension. I'm going to find it, though, here. It's going to be a uh, three-year extension. Great. <laughs> okay. A three-year extension. I mean, I think it's fine. I don't really know what they expect anyway, so um, I don't have a huge huge thing to say. I, I can't even make this into a discussion. Three, three, three more years of trying to appease Florida State, Clemson, and the the big names the in the ACC that so, that they don't, so that they don't jump ship for the SEC? Something like that. I mean, I deal with deal with similar. <laughs> I know what it's like trying to appease the people. Yeah, no, I get. To, I mean, it's 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 interesting. I mean, there's nothing really. They're just kind of newsy, uh, but yeah. you know, they are they are kind of stuck. This is you yeah. know, I, I he hasn't been the commissioner that long, has he? He wasn't the one that got no. them into this. No albatross of a deal media wise that they're now kind of weeping about not at all um yeah i'm curious to see what this what this ends up being but i don't i don't have a feeling one way or the other to be completely honest i don't think he's done a terrible job he just kind of 
the, the fact that we had to look up his name shows that he's just not out there. And oh, I knew his name. I just didn't. He's didn't he's know not contract. as bad as like uh, um, Bob Bullsby or yeah. Larry Scott. So Larry Scott, I yeah. mean, hasn't had enough time. Give him Anyways. time. Speaking of commissioners, Big Ten has found their new head man. That is Tony Petiti, I believe is how you say that. It could be mistaken, right. but fuck it. Don't have a name that could be pronounced 500 different ways, and it wouldn't happen that way. Yeah, it's because you choose last names. Yes, well, your parents did. Well, your parents, 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 you know, a long time ago, somebody chose the name, so. Mommy and Daddy did years ago. <laughs> anyway. I was going to say, that this is going to be an interesting... Uh, oh, I love this move. I absolutely yeah, I love it. I, I, I mean, look, I, we said it a few months ago. Well, I, I think I said it a few months ago. The, the Big Ten needed to go after somebody who could manage the media rights deal and who knows the background of it. Well, guess mm -hmm. who was kind of a big key influencer in the Big Ten network deal back with Jim Delaney? This guy. It was. Uh, Tony Petiti worked with Jim Delaney uh, a good portion during his time at, at Big Ten. Uh, this guy also has worked with the MLB and was a mm -hmm. big a big contributor to the Field of Dreams game being what it was, um, along with the World Baseball Classic um, really becoming kind of what it became over the last handful of times around. Yeah, worked worked uh, worked to create the Bowl Championship Series back when he was still with ABC. Uh, helped to expand the tournament coverage of the NCAA tournament into guy, kind of what we see it is now. This CPS. guy knows that side of everything. If you think that this TV deal is going to be a one-off the way it was, you're sadly mistaken. As long as he sticks around for the next, well. 13 years is what he's got. He's going to have to be around for a while, but um, I don't think this is the the only thing that we're going to see of this guy in the Big Ten helping them. And, you know, should something fall through, be it a cable company or a cable, you know, cable TV altogether, believe a new deal would be made very quickly and it would look very good. Um, and it'd be hard to beat. For any conference other than maybe the SEC, yeah, that's all. He saying. also he also helped to create the CBS Sports Network, uh, while and then started working on what would eventually become the MLB Network. So if if they're gonna, I mean, obviously there's no new network that's going to be created, but if they want to, you know, expand upon and and build up more content, more you know, mm -hmm. kind of ideas for the BTM. I mean, this guy. Seems perfect to, to help to expand all think, the offerings. Think that, of a Big Ten there. network streaming service, almost. You know, kind of like a kind of like what you get. Kind of like when you go on ESPN Plus and you see all the thirty for thirties and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Well, imagine going on the Big Ten network app one day, yeah, opening that up and being able to watch all the Big Ten football in sixties or all yeah. the Big Ten's greatest games. That would be cool. 
I would love that if they they do more like ex, like original documentaries or or whatnot. I think well, they the would, journey, all yeah. all of that stuff. Imagine it becomes almost like a Paramount Plus, but for Big Ten Network. I would love that. Sports. Like get some some movie like kind of movie style documentaries about like some of the best rivalries in the sport. Obviously, you know they've already made them. Ohio, they've already made them. I mean, they could I literally know. just put them put I mean, them available. Yeah. So many things that could happen. So many ways. I mean. I'd love that for any conference, to be honest. But the Big Ten could be the uh, yeah. the lead team on it if that's what actually happened. I don't know. I can't now, say that's for sure, but it's possible. I have a question because of it. Somebody joining the conference, like a USC no UCLA. Don't even let me answer the question. I guess before you say that. No, go ahead. No. So with with like Nebraska and Maryland, Rutgers and USC UCLA coming in next year from a different conference. Do the schools that played in those games, do they own those rights? So, like, if, if you want to watch, like, a Nebraska versus Missouri game from back in, like, when they were still in the Big 12, can the Big Ten Network show that because Nebraska's involved? They've been showing it. Okay. I just – I hadn't when, seen When that. Nebraska first joined, all of the Big Ten's greatest games involved Nebraska or Nebraska Day or whatever during the summer mm-hmm. when sports weren't going Big on. 12. Yeah. It was all. It was like Nebraska and Oklahoma, Nebraska, mm-hmm. Texas, or we'd see, yeah, like like we saw. I, I'm pretty sure it was 09 Nebraska, Texas, Nadamakun Sioux versus Colt McCoy. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure it was one of the games that came up. Uh, we saw all kinds of them. I mean, yeah, we saw Nebraska, Missouri. We, I guess I must have just all, missed the window on that then. Likely because in the I mean they've been in the conference for so long now. I don't know what it's yeah. going to look like for the. UCLA and USC deals, but I'm sure it'll be similar. Uh, usually the rights follow the school, and mm-hmm. um, unless it was on like a Pac-12 network, but even yeah. then the, the Big Ten as a whole owned own the rights to all, all of the media. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called the media rights deal. Yeah. Like ESPN gets yeah. to broadcast them, but the Big Ten still gets to do what they want on their network. Same yeah. with the SEC, stuff like that. So They'll, uh, I, I figured I just I, I want to make they sure they should still be able to. I'm sure we'll see. And if we don't, I'm sure you know what game we're going to see then. We're going to see USC Ohio State from 07 08. Mm-hmm. We'll probably see a USC Michigan from the Rose Bowl, uh, you know, multiple yeah. times. So it, it's not like it's there, there's nothing there. So. USC Illinois Rose Bowl or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see a lot of shit. So it, yeah. It's There's still like options there. The the national championships that USC won in the early 2000s. I yeah. would imagine those will be shown. They're, I just they're was curious. I, I figured that was the case, but I wanted to clarify. Yep. Yep, that is it. Anyways. With that said, let's talk about a short episode. I know we don't even have a title on this one, so we'll figure that out. Um, my bad. <laughs> Do we need a title other than just Loudmouth CFB? <laughs> It'd probably be nice. Um, Maybe. That way people actually know what they're getting into. But that being said, thanks everybody for tuning in. And we will uh, be back on Sunday. Hopefully a longer show. And we'll have a lot a lot more to discuss by then, I, I think. We have a lot you of get, spring games Saturday. Yeah, you get in to talk about the, the pro football focus top 25. We'll probably take up. Quite a bit of time. I'm looking well. forward to it. So, anyways, um, yeah, we'll see. See, I'll be on Sunday.